here we are with um, the Daily Stoic. We are 24 days in with the month of January, and we are getting clear. We're using some new tips. January has been the month of clarity. That has been our theme for the month. So I hope since you all have been engaging, um, whether that's every day, every other day, or just popping in and listening and reading in at your own pace, um, I hope you've been able to find some tips from the Stoics um, in simplifying things in our lives and creating clarity, um, reviewing our days, reflecting on ourselves, figuring out what we can and cannot control and, and challenging ourselves to stick to those things and figuring out what are the choices that we truly have that impact our lives. And one of my favorite things is being ruthless to the things that don't matter. What's dragging my attention away from all the things that do matter? Am I chasing someone else's goal? Am I giving light and time and energy to my own passions, my own self-growth? Um, am I? Am I doing those things? All that stuff is everything that I've been reflecting on since reading this and incorporating some of these um ways of living into my day-to-day life, into my morning rituals, into my tasks, just into my own personal philosophy and increasing and adding to my values. I don't have to keep the same values that I grew up with and that were given to me by my parents or by the church or whatever it is. I get to add to me as I continue to grow and have different experiences in life. And reading through just in this 23 days, I have felt such a different vibration and feeling so vibrant in the additions that have come along with my life and some of these things that I've incorporated. So I'm hearing back some of you have had such wonderful things um, happen and shift in your mindset and, and different perspective from adding as well. So thank you for the emails and messages that you can relate to this topic and to this information and your comments um, and your jokes and things like that. It definitely motivates me to bring you more of this um, and feeling confident that it's helpful, you know, outside of just being helpful to me, but there are others out there that are gaining something from it and they enjoy it and ask me to continue. So I will. Challenge accepted. So as I bring you January 23rd, the truth about money from our good friend Seneca. I'll read you the quote for today. And it says, let's pass over to the really rich. How often the occasion they look just like the poor. <laughs> when they travel abroad, they must restrict their baggage. And when haste is necessary, they dismiss their entourage. And those who are in the army how few of their possessions they get to keep. I'll go on to read. The author F. Scott Fitzgerald, who often glamorized the lifestyles of the rich and famous in his book, like The Great Gatsby, opens one of his short stories with the now classic lines. Let me tell you about the very rich. They are different from you and me. A few years after this story was published, his friends, Ernest Hemingway, teased Fitzgerald by writing, yes, they have more money. That's what Seneca is reminding us. As someone who was one of the richest men in Rome, 
He knew firsthand that money only marginally changes life. It doesn't solve the problems that people without it seem to think it will. In fact, no material possession will. External things can't fix internal issues. We constantly forget this, and it causes so much confusion and pain, as Hemingway would later write of Fitzgerald. He thought the rich were a special, glamorous race, and when he found out they weren't, it wrecked him as much as any other thing that thing wrecked him. Without a change, the same will be true for us. You know what? I like this um, in, in many ways because, again, as always, reflecting back on, on my expertise and profession of therapy and having the privilege of people coming to me with their innermost secrets and problems um, and allowing me to guide them through this and and offering my perspective and and helpful ways for them to look within and and look at their blind spots and getting below the surface of what they're saying or feeling. And this isn't to say people come into therapy intentionally to lie. Yes, some people maybe do. But what's happening there is maybe some people do not have the words to really articulate what is brewing beneath the surface. And that is the importance. That is the the key of the therapist and what separates us and makes us different from your friends is we do have the understanding, the training, the theory to, and the ability to go beneath the surface. We're not there to be your friend and oh, laugh and kiki, but we are there to specifically hear and listen for things that you're not saying um, and challenging you to look at those blind spots and those dark spots you may have in going there and encouraging you that you do have the strength to do that. And with that said, when people come in and they're like, um, I have all these problems outside of me and it's this person and it's that person and it's where I live in and it's this and this and this. But when I encourage someone to go internal and go within and listen to their inner healer and that self-healer, that's that little thing in you that's like, I can do this, I got this. But it needs coaching, it needs attention, and it needs training to feel confident. That inner healer, that mofo, is a super fucking star. That is the MVP. But if you don't give the MVP no floor time, there will be no baskets scored, right? There will be no touchdowns. You haven't given this gifted, talented person in you the light of day. So going within is the only way you can heal external things. I love that this is put in here because it is something that I push for and challenge my clients to do quite often is go within. What's that inner voice telling you? And why don't you trust it? If only I had more money and if only I had more things. And I'm always like very blatant and honest and and it kind of gets real, real in there with me is if that were true, there would not have been any rich people that have committed suicide. Depression, anxiety, mental health issues. That doesn't come and ask you for your credit score before it decides to move in or not. We are all equal in that regard that the way we are genetically made up and we do have the same brain, blood, and 
organs running through our bodies. There is nothing different about that. And you don't get a better or more special brain because maybe you made a couple million later in life. But you do have to be able to probably bear different things, different struggles, different problems. That's what it says in the songs. Mo money, mo problems. So therefore, if some of them dollars are not being spent on proper self-care and maybe even a little bit of therapy, I can see how people can snap and crack because the expectations that you may put on yourself and that the world may put on you from being in that, I guess, financial position of prominence, it does come with its own burdens. And that can be taxing and wearing on you. So money doesn't buy love or happiness, right? It cannot, you know, really pay the bills, so to speak. (laughs) But love, that is. But the money can. But thinking about this stuff that drives people crazy externally. And you can ask people that are wealthy or well-off or watch their stories or their documentaries and they're miserable and, and unhappy. And maybe if you are not rich and you sit back and you're like, man, if I was rich, I'd go here, 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 here. I'd be doing so much stuff. I wouldn't even have time to be depressed. But it's the quality of those experiences. And I'm always coming back to quality of life. It is not the quantity of life. It's not the number of memories we have, but it's the quality of those years that make all of the difference. Ask a person who has lived to be 90 and 100 years old, if they didn't have wonderful quality life experiences in their old age is different in the way they're handling that. Are they happy with age? Are they happy with death and dying? Some people are, some people are not. This is why the quality of life is important. This is why it is important to exercise that inner person that's barking to come out to help you and guide you and motivate you. This art of living here are implementing these things to changing our perspective. The rich are just the rich. And like it says, sometimes they don't look any different when they're going out and dressing in their random thrift store jeans and driving their Prius, right? Just getting a cup of coffee with no makeup on, looking like the average Joe with the average Joe, not so much problems, but they have their own stuff. We don't get to see it. So think about that when you're comparing and contrasting yourself against another person versus taking that self-assessment like we learned yesterday of what did I do with me today? Did I grow? Did I get better? And finding that out, did you grow? Did you get better today? What are you comparing yourself against? And is money everything? Is it what's actually holding you back? Or is it your inner self that's actually holding you back to getting to the places and spaces you really want to be in? Is that inner self, that inner being a coward? Is it lazy? Right? Is it unmotivated? Does it make excuses? Because that's what needs to work. That's what needs to change. The person on the inside. And then you can start seeing some changes on the outside. I'll stop here. Thank you 
again for tuning in and listening um, with day 23, that truth about money. And give me some feedback. Let me know what you think. Some of that perspective on, on where you sit um, with money solves everything or if it's mo money, mo problems. Um, I'm always happy to have you tuning in. Thank you so much. You know where to reach me. Um, insight.me at gmail.com. That's the letter N-S-I-G-H-T dot me at gmail.com. Or you can reach me via my website, which also is insightme.com. And I always look forward to you reaching out, um, sharing your comments, um, sharing your perspective. I really appreciate the opportunity. And wherever you are in the world, good morning, good evening, and good night. I will see you guys back here another day. Thanks for tuning in.